0: strap
1: yourself in
0: if you listen you can hear god's plan because the show is about to begin you're listening you're listening to the omega man radio network
1: Everybody. my name is Shannon Davis and welcome to Omega Man Radio. It's a real honor to be here with you today. We, next up is my special friend, deliverance minister from down under, Gold Coast, Australia, I'm talking about. Peter Whiffen, he'll be with us for the next hour. And then coming up at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern tonight, we're going to have Apostle Ivory Hopkins, the general. He'll be on with a two-hour broadcast. Uh, we're doing actually a nine-hour marathon straight. We've already started it. So I want to encourage you. To uh, tune in as much as you can today, invite some friends to come out. It's going to be a really special day in the Lord. There's going to be some deliverance happening on this program today in Jesus' name. Brother Peter, welcome back, my friend. How are you doing?
0: Hey, how are you all? I'm doing good. Doing good.
1: And it's um, um, it,
0: it, eight, <laughs> about 8 o'clock in the morning there, so I should say, good day? Good day. Yeah, good morning. <laughs> it's. uh it's a cloudy old day here, not a lot of wind, but um, it's nice weather where we live in um, in the Brisbane area. So uh, it's a very nice day, and uh, it's nice to be back talking to you and everyone. We missed you,
1: and uh, it's great to have you back. And Peter, you want to open it up in prayer to this morning?
0: Yeah, let's do that. Um, dear Father God, we love you and praise you. We thank you for today. We thank you for everything you're doing, known and unknown to us. We thank you for the focus on what we're doing today, what you, the show is all about, and for the people listening and ourselves. We thank you for the kingdom of heaven, and we ask it to come to earth today for us and be with us as we go through. And we pray in Jesus' name. That what we've got to say helps everybody to overcome and go further on. We pray it in the mighty name of Jesus. I ask, Father, everybody be blessed. All spiritual forces of wickedness be bound. Every single spirit of the enemy, work of the enemy in everyone be fed God's love and sleep so that people have got a chance, so that people can grow. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. I touch and agree. Peter, again, welcome Amen. back, my friend. The microphone is yours. Take it away.
0: Okay. Well, a lot's been happening here in the um, in the world of uh, faith. Uh, we've had things going on here, deliverances and healings and uh, all sorts of stuff happening. Uh, even though we haven't been on the show, we've been busy every single day praying for people. It's... Uh, uh, dawning on me more and more these days that uh, life is a war, and um, I wish someone had have told me that years ago. And to come to the realization that we are living in a in a world with with enemies, the unseen enemies. And unfortunately, as we know, the unseen enemies uh, are at work in the minds and hearts of of of, of people. And um, some of those people are in positions of uh, uh, power where they can, um, we can, they can make our life easier or hard. And um, we have to uh, realize and look for, um, we don't have to do anything, but if we realize and look for the spirit behind what's going on, that's how to spiritually um, discern a situation. Uh, in Ephesians chapter 3, it says the job of the church. And the job of the church there says, God now intended that through the church that his many-folded wisdom would be made known to the principalities and powers in the heavenly realms as achieved on the cross. So that means that those principalities and powers, um, it goes uh, well, they are spiritual principalities and powers because in, uh, further on in Ephesians it says we don't fight people, flesh and blood, we, we fight spiritual principalities and powers. Um, you know, <coughs> um, we've been visiting a few local churches here, and um, oh my goodness, you know, Babylon means confusion by mixing, and um, we're just talking to people, and and the doctrine that's coming out, um, the doctrine that's being taught in uh, locally around here, and, and I, I think it'd be around in the world, that we found, uh, is confused with a mixture of all sorts of wild, uh um assumptions, uh, I suppose assumptions and um, adding to uh, adding to doctrine and um, you know, no wonder when it, when we look or we go for prayer in those places there's no power um, it just amazes me um the, the, the that uh, people who've got Bibles in their hand and carrying them around are, are going on with some of these doctrines. You know, one one person um, we talked to said um, that man made Satan, <laughs> and uh, they're teaching this in some Bible colleges, uh, and and they're charging big money for that. Um, so today I wanted to talk about today I wanted to talk about the Bible and how to and and um, why uh, or how to actually spiritually discern. Uh, the Bible and um, why we should spiritually discern the Bible so we uh, start off with um, uh, scripture because um, the Bible is scripture uh, First, uh, sorry, 2 Timothy 3.16 says all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for we know this scripture doctrine reproof correction for instruction in righteousness why that the man of God may be perfect thoroughly furnished unto all good works now that says some men of God are not perfect and not thoroughly furnished to all good works so we have the Bible you know the one I'm working on is a million words And um, (laughs) there's things in there that I look at and I I just go, wow, I I don't even understand what that's saying. So um, why does it say all those things and why in the Old Testament have we got all these stories of all sorts of people and things going on? And uh, one day I was just pondering this and and I got a, a thought about it dropped in my mind that God used men, places, and situations and recorded what they did so that naturally we could see things that are happening supernaturally in the unseen realm. So he used people's lives, those people, their lives were used to show what we can't see. So if, if you read the the Bible, looking for the unseen in the seen. Um, we've got all sorts of things there. For instance, if we have a, have a look at Adam, uh, it says uh, God made Adam. Uh, he became a living soul. Um, and he was good. It was good. But then it goes on further and say it wasn't good. For man to be on his own, and and I'm thinking, what what? God said it's good, and then He's going, it's not good. And then I realised, God was teaching Adam things through His life. He was showing Adam the animals. Uh, he got the animals all to go to Adam. Why? I believe it's a so Adam could understand that an animal couldn't be his wife that that any other created being couldn't be his wife that um, his wife had to come out of him and I'm going well why is that and then it dawned on me God is getting Adam to live the gospel That his wife is coming out of him and God was showing Adam so Adam could feel it, live it, experience it in his emotions that God was making his wife out of himself. God was going to make a family out of himself and that God just couldn't, wasn't good enough to just create a family. The family had to be from God, out of God born from God. So um, there wasn't a Bible back then, so Adam, Adam's just living it, and God's showing him by the feeling. So then it re- I realized it, it helped me to settle down in a lot of things that were going on, that are, everybody has things going on that's wrong, that's hurtful and uh, awful. And then I realized possibly all the things that go on help you to understand God more. If you if you get rejected, um you can understand how Jesus was rejected and said in one place that he came and they and they didn't accept him. Yet he trained whole of Israel to to accept him. Yet they didn't accept him. So he uh, had rejection and then when we get rejected we um, we can feel what God felt when he was rejected. So I think a lot of these things are to bring us closer to God, the negative and the positive. And um, if we read the, the, uh, the Bible then and look for the spiritual um, unseen in the seen, um, if we go to uh, Romans 1, uh, uh, it says here that uh, in... Um, Uh, What does it say here? Romans 1 verse 20. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. From the creation of the world. So everything that's created has been created so we can see God. Uh, We go on, are clearly seen very clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made. So somebody says, look to nature for God. And um, I believe that we could have been made so we don't have to eat and we could have lived without having to worry about everything. But everything's there so that we can understand God. Because God says that man has no excuse because of this. He says, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. So we can know God through what's made and even know God through what's made in us. Because he says here in verse 19, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. Manifesting in us. That's our experience in us. Um. For instance, I, I looked at blood. You know, we overcome him, the devil, by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Well, if we have a look at natural blood, it's got white corpuscles, and those white corpuscles are aggressive on any foreign body that comes in our in our blood. Like if you you have a heart transplant, then the, they have to give you uh, rejection drugs and because your body's going to even reject another heart. So um, we um, can see there that just in the natural, you get a better understanding. If you've ever Googled uh, white corpuscles swallowing um, foreign objects, they're very aggressive, and they actually wrap themselves right around the the object and and just consume it. And, um, you know, we can take that, we can take that, and know a bit more about God from that. So when we're reading the Old Testament, um, with my uh, w- with my project, the uh, uh, the Names Bible, from the meaning of the names, we can see more um, because God has, I believe, has chosen those people and those places to show us a message. So when you when you're reading the Scripture, you can um, see what God's intended to show from the lesson. Um, of that life of that person, uh, the invisible things being clearly seen manifest, ma- manifesting in people. So um, I hope that sort of thing is, is ho- helpful. For instance, <coughs> the story of uh, Cain and Abel, um, Cain's name means possession, and Abel's name means breath. And we know that Cain killed Abel so, we're talking about the subject of deliverance here. So, possession, the possession of evil kills the breath, the life. Right there in the names, and God got them to act it out to give us a powerful message of really the root problem of mankind. So, um there, people say to me, you know, you think there's a demon under every tree. Well, there's more than one under every tree, and um, they're in every person's head. Um, when I became a Christian, I was a chain smoker and um, <laughs> terribly addicted, and uh, two packs a day, and um, on my way to an early grave, I was 30 years old, <clears throat> and the spirit in me that was causing smoking or or uh, uh, the addiction started talking in my mind um i'm a, uh, uh saying things like i'm a um bad habit i'll go away um you can be the only smoking christian and um it, it was starting to make excuses for itself because the person who uh had uh, led me to jesus was doing deliverance and this thing was panicking <laughs> it was trying to hide in my head with, uh, via excuses. So um, I said to the lady, this is um, something funny's going on here because uh, no one said anything to me about smoking. And, you know, had they pointed the finger at me about smoking, this spirit would have got away with it and remained hidden. But um, uh, by the grace of God, this came up and um, she said, I'll pray for you. You'll never smoke again. Now, God gave me the gift of faith because he opened my eyes as I saw this spirit come out. And it lived under my belly. It came up and uh, went out. And it was a round ball with blood on it and spikes and um, about the size of a baseball. And it went flying out of my mouth, um, hovered for a second and then took off. And from that moment, I was healed from smoking. But – the understanding that I was given was very interesting because I hadn't repented of smoking. <laughs> I hadn't confessed anything. All I'd said was something funny's going on. I still had the cigarettes on my person. They were in my top pocket. Still there. But I had a very big understanding after that demon came out that the playing field was leveled and that I had my choices back just like I'd never smoked. I still could smoke or not smoke. I had the choice. The power was in my, my hand. So um, I fully believe from that that um, deliverance is a, is, a, is a playing field leveler. It lets the prisoner free, as we know, and levels the playing field. But re- repentance is when you do have a choice. I know as an addicted smoker, I never had a choice. I'd actually given up for a whole year once, and and I came back to it stronger and stronger after that. So I didn't really have a choice. I was stuck in prison. So um, had I have chosen to smoke afterwards, it would have come back with a vengeance and um, – God in his goodness gives us healing and deliverance. So what I wanted to say was that um, as we read through, not only look for what God's message is, but look for the love of God. Look for the truth uh, when you're reading the scriptures. Look for what truth God wants to give you and look at it like God loves us and he wants to give us the truth. Um, you know, we know God says, go in all the world and cast out the demons and heal the sick and raise the dead. That, that tells me God's will. His will is no one to have demons, no one to be sick, no one to die um, until their time. So God has ordained uh, 70 years for everyone, uh, plus 10 if they're strong. So this is the will of God. So when you're praying for people, I now, when I'm praying for people, hope in the love of God. Um, these three things remain faith, hope, and love. The first one is love. So the scripture talks about holding on and grasping the hope, the hope of our calling. So we hope. I hope in the love of God and trust that God loves us faith is the substance of things hoped for and we talk about it what are we hoping for scripture says to hope in the love of God you'll get the faith so faith works through love it works through God's love Because we are not love. Scripture says God is love. And faith works when we lift our hand and touch God's love. You know, um, Shannon, I I was thinking about the story of the lady with the issue of blood. Yes, tell me. And uh, we all know that story, right? We've heard it a million times preached. But um, she said in her heart, you know, if I can touch him, I'll be healed. But he was the minister, right? And um, he didn't know what happened. (laughs) He said, who touched me? He didn't even know her. He didn't know her condition. He didn't know anything. That's right. I think that's amazing. God, the Father, moved, and Jesus didn't know what he did. He just recognized that virtue had left his body. Yeah. So, so you know, there goes the there goes all the know-how, knowing doctrine <laughs> out the window there on that one. <laughs> you know, that that's God's love in action, still through the minister. But because I believe that that uh, Jesus was um, full. And he knew he was full because he he realised it had left to do something. And um, uh, she activated something there, and it wasn't even according to Jesus. He he just uh, knew something left, and um, so so you see, our understanding is is not full. Um, the way God works. It's not even according to our understanding. In that example, and um, knowledge is not love. <laughs> and um, the kingdom of heaven is the desire. I, you know, God. Another place it said, "It's His good pleasure to send the kingdom." And um, it's 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 God really wants people to be delivered and healed. I thoroughly believe that from the scriptures. It's. It's, it's not God holding his hand back or anything he wants it He wants it and um, we if we can position ourselves to be full and, and so it'll go out um, it, it brings me to um, uh, the, the story in um, the story in Acts where where Jesus is talking to them after the resurrection let me see if I can find it here uh sorry Luke Luke um we know this we know the passage uh, he says here um uh, the, the two guys are on the road to Emmaus, and uh, you remember their hearts burned and uh, while they talked to him his, they're, they're connecting to um they're connecting to the love of God burning in their hearts, I believe. There's something like that. But Jesus came to them and um, and uh, uh, he said to them about Jerusalem. Uh, he said that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among the nations beginning at Jerusalem. You know the meaning of Jerusalem? Jerusalem. <laughs> The classic, it's the teaching of peace. So, um, so people are asking me, you know, um, how do you do deliverance? Um, how do you uh, learn deliverance, or how can I learn deliverance, or get into deliverance? And I, I just want to say right here now that everyone who wants to do deliverance, the God's smiling. It's His good pleasure to give the kingdom. So, um, uh, the workers are few. And um, those who put their hand up, uh, I fully believe God will – there's no problem in God using everyone. And um, uh, another place it says that he he uses and people minister according to the power that's been given to them. So um, the best place to learn to ride a bike is on the bike. You can't learn to ride one unless you're pedaling. So the best place to learn deliverance is to do it, is get involved in a group and start doing it. Wouldn't you agree, Shannon, with that one?
1: That's how he's teaching me on the job. I didn't know the first thing about deliverance, and I'm still learning more. But you know what I said, Lord? I roll my sleeves up. Here I am. Here I am. Call came through. We begin to pray, and the Holy Spirit will give us
0: training on the job. Let me give it back to you. Yeah, now that's it. It's on-the-job training. Apprenticeships are like that, aren't they? You know, that that's how Jesus would have learned to be a carpenter. Yeah, you can't learn to be a carpenter unless you start making tables. So it's um, it's on the job. And, and it's not like you can – like some people these days, they, they want to go to uni and learn everything, and then they get on the job and they got no experience, you know. <laughs> so – yeah. Uh, 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 you know, you have to believe that, look, God said go in all the world and cast out the demons. So if you do your bit and go in all the world and cast out the demons, he's going to work with you. He, he says he works with us, confirming his promise, the word, with signs and wonders. So um, you you get a big surprise if you step out in, and and have a go. And I know the devil doesn't like that because he likes everyone scared to even have a go. And um, <laughs> I fully believe God will protect you. You go out there and step out in faith. God will protect you. And uh, you have a go. Have a go and um, cast those things out. So um, um, it says uh, repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations beginning in Jerusalem. So that that's the will of God is everybody and everywhere as we know. And ye are witnesses of these things. And behold, I send the promise of the Father upon you, but wait, tarry, wait, in the city of Jerusalem, until ye be endured with power from on high. Now, a lot of people, um, you, know, you know, the big movement, as we know, the the movement of speaking in tongues and getting the baptism in the Holy Spirit and all of that, um, and, and then the people go, wow, I got the baptism in the Holy Spirit. But this is saying... Wait for the power. So I want to shine some light on that. Why would, why would he say wait in Jerusalem to be endured with power? Jerusalem means the teaching of peace. So there's a, there's a period of learning and studying the things of God and get your badge. Get endured with power. James says if you don't ask, you don't receive. So who's asking for the power? Who's asking to be endured with power and being diligent uh, to the teaching of peace? Because we come back to the scripture I started with, 1st, 2nd Timothy, all scripts that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. So, in the teaching of peace, is to get thoroughly furnished and into all good works, and then God will switch you on. I myself experience being switched on and it was from one day to the next different so um and i'm not saying i'm anything uh, but i did experience that difference because from that day when i started to pray for people things happened differently and um uh so uh, i think that it's the truth that sets us free and um uh to be endured with power comes upon someone who's loving the truth has the correct teaching and can be entrusted with the power because you know this uh, spiritual power um, uh, might be a bit dangerous in uh, if it's if it's wielded wrong so um and this is the staying in the teaching of peace to endure it on power from on high. And that's the goal of all of us. Like Shannon's saying, he's still learning. Everybody's still learning because, you know, we're not walking on the water yet. So, um, but we are seeing some things happen that wouldn't have happened years ago. You know, uh, we, we get a lot of hard cases here sometimes and um, we have to persevere with them. Some people get deliverance really quick. And there's differences in things that we have to learn. So um, when we're reading the scriptures, this is the teaching of peace. As per the, the base scripture says, it's to furnish a person. So um, when I look at uh, – when I read the uh, the Bible, I'm now looking for the love of God in the passages, what God's trying to show us by the lives of the people in the Bible. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And everything he did was the way. Um, I believe that uh, the miracles and the recordings of what Jesus did in the Bible are chosen ones to give us a message of what's going on. Like, uh, you know, the guy that got uh, the eyesight back. Jesus spat and put the mud in his eye and uh, then said, go and wash off in the pool. And... um, I, I sort of look at that, and I thought, that's how you preach, to get people to see. You, you throw up the dirt of the world, the sin of the world, and then wash it off with God's promise, and people's eyes may open. So uh, you start talking to people in uh, evangelism about the problems in the world, and then you've got their heart, you got their ear, because they don't like it. And then you can give the promises of God that wash away those problems. And people can see. So um, that's just one example. And it's probably that miracle's got more in it than that. But that's generally the way to try and look at it. Um, So uh, anyway, um, uh, things can come out of the pages and revelations can come. And with those revelations, that's also the enduring of, um, of faith and power and love in a person's heart. When you start, when I started seeing the love of God in the Bible, you know it just helped me to um, uh, relate to God more, and um, and to understand a little bit how the kingdom of heaven works. Um, when a person is first starting deliverance, um, there needs to be some you know basic things, and um, after that you can build on them. And um, I believe the basic one is that God loves us; He wants deliverance. Therefore, he will help us in any way he can to, to go. I, you know, I had a bit of a struggle on why doesn't God just deliver and why does he use us? And then I realized, and, and it's an interesting thing to realize, that God has given authority to man in the earth. He said to Adam, take dominion of the earth. So it's man's. And um, uh, in another place, he said, we're kings and priests in the first chapter of revelation. So, um, as a King, if we look at, uh, the natural Kings, what they say goes. And, um, so, uh, God partnered with Abraham, uh, in a covenant, in a contract, uh, partnership because, um, he is to w- working together with man because he was going to become a man. <laughs> and, uh, he's making a family of men. So, um, We have to uh, realize that – I had to realize that um, uh, God is working with us in partnership because he is a man himself uh, in the body of the Lord Jesus. So um, this uh, frees us to uh, work together with God. So one way to do uh, deliverance is is to pray that God comes and and is welcome to work together and welcome God to be with us. And um, that's pretty powerful. Uh, the Lord's Prayer says, uh, "Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven." So, if we line our will up with God's will and invite God's will into the situation, I fa- I'm finding that's pretty powerful. And the next thing is is to forbid the will of the evil spirits. By command, you can go. Uh, um, you know, you devil, I forbid your will in this person. Your will is not to be done here. And that is um, the will of the Father. That the will of the demons is not done in the people. From the Scripture we can um, see that um, uh, God loves the world, even when the world is sinning. He sent His Son. And uh, I found a um, I found a miss understanding out there on what sin is <laughs> and um you know if we can get a clarity on these basic things then we can go forward and do uh deliverance and get a lot of people free and ourselves so um uh you go back to the dialogue with cain and uh, god says sin is a him and you must rule over him he's standing at the door now um People talk of an open door or open doors in the plural. Um, I think that um, there's one door. Jesus said, I am the door. But uh, there's one door, and that door was put in place at the fall when man agreed with his agreement to open himself up to good and evil. That door was in place then, and man is still in charge of that door. Because Jesus says, even I have to knock at the door. And when I knock, if anyone opens, I will come in. So even Jesus himself uh, requires man to open the door for him. So it would be logical to say that Satan is requiring man to open the door for him. You can't just walk in that door. But there are other things that are access to humans. They can come in another way. But the door is one door which man has control of. So uh, we can open the door to know evil and to know good. What is knowing evil and knowing good? Knowing evil is being uh, demons coming in. Uh, Satan said to Eve, your eyes will be opened and you'll be as gods, knowing good and evil. So as gods (laughs) means you'll be demonized, I think. So um, we have to close the door to the spirits by our will which is our agreement um so sin is a demon in um genesis says that sin is laying at the door his desire his desires for you and you should rule over him so him he is a demon at the door with a desire anything with a desire is a personality a life force a, a person In you know, other place it says it's a man of sin so um in the scripture, when you see things referred to as man, it's not always man. It's um, <laughs> it's uh, other life forces, um, which was the uh, as we know the story of the fallen angels and the mixed the nephilims and the lost uh, the mixed animals, um, all looking to um, all looking to get access into men and animals. So we have to discern what's going on what person is behind this problem a third party at the door with desire for us and that is sin following that person is the act of sinning uh, when you look up the word sin in this, in the um, in the root it says that it's uh, it's not included some something not included like it means you you're, you're cut off with sin missing the mark and um, uh, transgressing God's uh Uh, Law, so um, these are things that we do. But the sin is the leadership of spirits in our heads. Now, after I um, after I had the experience of the deliverance, um, uh, I just want to talk about hearing the devil and hearing God, because uh, there needs to be a gift of discerning of spirits here in the. in, uh, in in the body to understand that um that i got the understanding that the demon spoke in my mind because it had access in my body and it was using my flesh and blood mind to give me thoughts that actually it was projecting in the third party to be my thoughts but they weren't my thoughts they were the demon's thoughts so how do we discern what's our thoughts and what's the demon's thoughts and what's god's thoughts God says he doesn't come in our mind. He says he speaks in our heart. So that was demonstrated to me to give me this understanding. I was in a little fishing boat and I get in my heart, ask them what sort of fish they want to, um, uh, catch. And, um, they're going to say a and, um, I asked them and they said, wow, And I went, whoa, that, that's interesting. And um, then ask them how big they want it. They're going to say three foot long. So I cheated. I said, do you want a three foot long one? And they said, yes. I, I said, give me the fishing rod. We're going to catch this and we're going to pray. And I prayed and caught the fish. And it was exactly three foot long. But the, but the reason for that was to show me, I believe, that God speaks in our heart and the demons spoke in my head. And I see plenty prophesying out of their head and saying it's God, and I don't know if they're prophesying out of their heart. When we're trying to hear God, the demons can deceive us by putting thoughts in our head, but they're not in our heart to give us the thoughts if we learn the voice. And Jesus says, my sheep know my voice. So that's, that's a good prayer to, to go, God, show me your voice. Show me how to discern your voice. And when you're reading the Bible, guide me into the truth. If you start with a love of the truth and realize that God loves us and he gave us the Bible because he loves us, you can read it and then ask God to show you through his spirit the truth in the scripture. And I tell you, the words start coming off the page. Um, you, you can take the word heart, for instance, H-E-A-R-T. It came off the page of me. Look, it's a head and a tail, H and a T, and it's got an ear in the middle, just in that word. It shows us that our heart can hear. So um, we did another talk one day, didn't we, Shannon, on uh, heart. We did. And, That's right. Yeah. And um, yeah, it says it's wicked, but it says God, God judges your heart. See, yeah, your I believe this that your mind is the um, the processor that sees all things and considers all factors going on. But when you take it to heart, that's where God grabs it. It's you can be in your mind in all sorts of things, but once you drop it into your heart and you 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 swallow it, uh, it's like. Uh, swallowing a belief into your heart, up, down from your mind, then that's where God's in touch there. He's there. Because, you know, in the mind is like the waves of the sea. It's got so much going on. Yeah, (laughs) you're driving up the road, getting abused, someone's talking to you, things flashing on the screens and and all sorts of the world there. But it's where you grab it and drop it in your heart. Because she said, with the issue of blood, in her heart, if I touch him, see everyone else was in the flesh trying to touch him which is in the body it's the body's made to run in automatic you know as you know your heart beats on its own you get hungry when you're hungry you didn't say i'm hungry the body's telling you hungry so it's got some automotive automatic programs running in your body but your heart the heart is where we've got to look god discerns the thoughts and intents of the heart So when you read the scripture, why am I saying all this is is I put my heart into it, you know, put my heart into looking for the truth. So um, this is the beginning. And then the teaching of peace comes out of the out of the Bible. You know, there's so many teachings going on on YouTube and and um, the Internet. Right. It's. And books written by this blah blah blah. It's the Bible that God chose. You know, when I uh, did my project, Shannon of the Names Bible, I, I was amazed. The names all line up with a message. <laughs> you mankind couldn't have written the Bible. It's impossible because it's recorded of life events. Names, places, people, and actions. And he's just can't orchestrate that over those years, you know. <laughs> so have faith in the Bible as the um, as the Scripture, I, I believe that uh, there's a confusion on some people are calling the Scripture the Word of God, and yes, it, it, it has God's Word, but it also has Job's words <laughs> in it. You know, so... The word of God is the promise, I believe. See, Jesus said two things. If you want things in life, he said, do these two things. First, seek the kingdom of God. What is the kingdom of God? Your kingdom come. What is it? When I cast out devils, you know the kingdom's come. (laughs) So you seek till you can cast out demons. You seek till you can heal the sick. You seek till you can raise the dead. Because then you'll know you got the kingdom. You know, Shannon, I said to myself one day, like nearly 28 years ago. Tell me. How do I know I believe? I I could think I believe, but I could be deceived. So I got that scripture, which we all know. These signs follow those that believe. That's right. So I start saying, I need the signs because I don't know if I believe. I, I think I believe. I'm, I'm pretty sure I believe, but I don't know if I believe. And have I got the signs? So, so you know, I was just confessing that. These signs follow those that believe. I believe. I want to believe. God, help me believe. <laughs> Lord, help my unbelief. belief. That's right. Amen. Amen. And and do I really believe? And guess what happened? There, there was a lady working in a secondhand shop, and she was a volunteer, and she was ironing the clothes, and she had really bad deformed um, hands from arthritis. And I'm going to myself, this this lady's volunteering with these crippled hands to do ironing. And I felt sorry for her, and she wasn't saved. And, and I go to her, um, can I pray for you? because I don't like the look of your hands. And she said, yes. And she got healed. (laughs) Wow. Praise God. (laughs) She got healed. The pain left. The fingers straightened out. She got healed. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, eh? To the praise of God who loves us. So what happened to her? She grabs her daughter. They all start coming to the church. That is amazing. And I was happy because these signs followed. That was the first thing that happened to me that was like after those other things when I was thinking about this issue. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Yeah. And these signs follow believers. So the question is, now I sort of started to know, yeah, I am a believer. Yeah. these I got the signs. You know, people throw up that other scripture, you know, you cast out devils. you did many miracles, and I didn't know you. That's another story, because it says you worked iniquity. That's another story. But believers, through love, administer the healing and deliverance.
1: Amen. Amen? It's what Jesus was doing. Right yeah. up until the time he was crucified. Go read his last uh, last couple of days of ministry. He was casting out devils. He was doing cures. It means he was healing the sick. Mm. If it was that important to him, how important should it be for us to do what Jesus did? Especially since he commanded us to do this. Preach the gospel to all creatures. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name, in the name of Jesus. They shall cast out devils that's it Lee now the question is
0: the the question is have we got the name of Jesus hmm. see we can say the name of Jesus right but see Joshua was given the promises shannon wasn't he he was. he's, he's his name's the same as Jesus it means God is salvation uh, God is salvation is walking in the promised land but what's in the land wasn't empty was it no, it was inhabited. And this is another thing. There's a confusion between the promise. Yes, it's done. Oh, brother, it's done. You're free, you know. <laughs> and and possession of the promise. Like, oh, Joshua, the land's yours. You know, walk in and have a picnic. No, he had to fight. And there's a couple of tribes got their blessing on the other side of the Jordan. They already got their inheritance. And now we're told, go help your brothers. You know? And some of them didn't get their inheritance even until chapter 18. So it's, the promise is one thing. Possession of the promise requires a fight. Peter, to possess the promised land,
1: we need to dispossess the demons. Kick them out in Jesus' name. Because you're talking about when the children of Israel, they were given the land. They didn't just move in and it was all hunky-dory. No, God actually told them over Numbers 33:50 50 to 57. You can read about it. It says, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying to them, When you are passed over Jordan into the land of Canaan, then ye shall drive out all the inhabitants of the land from before you, destroy all their pictures, destroy all their molten images, and quite pluck down all their high places and ye shall dispossess the inhabitants of the land and dwell therein, for I have given you the land to possess it. And it goes on to say, But if you will not drive out the inhabitants of the land from before you, then it shall come to pass that those which you let remain of them shall be pricks in your eyes and thorns in your sides and shall vex you in the land wherein ye dwell. Moreover, it shall come to pass that I shall do unto you as I thought to do unto them. Folks, that's a spiritual uh, yes. picture of deliverance. It's dangerous. <laughs> it's if we dangerous. don't drive those demons out, they're going to be pricks in our eyes, thorns in their Thinking flesh. And where have you heard that before? Who else had a thorn in his side? Yeah, Apostle ooh. Paul.
0: And, uh, <laughs> so him. The, it's not your best life now. It's your best war now. And you know what? There's another scripture. I don't have the verse
1: in front of me, but it says, Peter, that little by little, we take back the land. Not overnight. Yeah. That's in Exodus. Okay. It might take a year or more unless yep. the beast of the field little, multiply.
0: It's precept upon precept, isn't it? Because Have a look at Joshua. It was like years going through there.
1: Brother, God wants to teach us how to fight because he yeah, knows he. there's more battles to come. Yeah. And he said, unless the beast of the field multiply and they overtake you. Folks, yeah. we're in a battle. That's it's Peter. there.
0: He, you know, some people are whinging, you know, that's not happening, not happening. But the thing is, it's happening. If it happened fast, I believe sometimes that uh, they, they would be hit backwards.
1: Peter, you said in the beginning of this program, we got about five minutes left, but let me make a quick statement. You said, sure. I wish I had been told that we were born into war. Yes, I did say that. Okay, folks, most people have no idea that we've been born into war from the time you're in the womb some people don't even make it out of the womb. There's a womb, a war now in the womb to kill you yep. right there so you don't yes. pop out. But if you make it out, if you have not been aborted, mm. and you come out, you're thrust right into a war zone where the demons are dead set on killing you. And many of us are already shackled with burdens and curses and, and demonic yes. spirits that we inherited through the blood, life's in the blood. Many pe- Some demon children pop out with a legion of demons in them. We've got a battle to fight. From the time we get out until we meet Jesus. If we'll take that attitude, then we're not going to be surprised when these attacks come. But at the same have time, a look at Job. give it back to you. you Go know? for it.
0: <laughs> yeah, sorry. no. Keep I'm, done. <laughs> I'm yeah, done. Have a look at Job. You know, God said he, everything, he was righteous. And it said everything that Job said was true. And God got up his friends because they pointed the finger at him, but they didn't realize it's a war. And you know what the name Job means, Shannon? Tell me persecution mm. I didn't the, know that. that the book of you may as well say it's the book of persecution and it's there to show us that some things happen undeserved <laughs> you know they are yeah we talk about this anyway so it's a war and in a war unfair things happen in a war the enemy fires real shots at
1: you it's real some people die on the battlefield some people tuck, tail, and run, go AWOL. Some people yeah. get carried out in body bags. Mm-hmm. But, folks, if you're thrust in a war and you think that you can just ignore the enemy and you're going to make
0: it, you'll go out in a body bag in about ten minutes. There were people that you'll got off a the plane the thorn, and then, you know, you'll get it. And that's what's happened to the church now. they got gays in there everywhere, and they got their full of pricks and thorns because they wouldn't fight.
1: We have to fight. You have to fight, take back the land, maintain that ground in the name of Jesus, and then look around and see who else needs some help and help them because the enemy could be doubling up on them. My brother, Cameron, has a fish aquarium downstairs in the kitchen. And when I go down there in the morning make a little bit of oatmeal and look over at these fish, they're beautiful fish, big parrot fish. But he's got this little baby parrot fish, and it's all alone. It lives inside of a rock. And it comes out, and I noticed the other day that there are these two little striped fish. They're littler than him. (laughs) They were tag-teaming it, and it would stick its head out, and one of them would attack. It would go back, and then the other would attack. This one was being overwhelmed. It didn't have any backup. Folks, we got people like that in our family, friends, the enemy has double-teamed them, and he wants to take them out. This little fish wanted to eat the eyeball. Of the big fish. If wow. it could get his eye, it would kill him. Yeah, he's got him. Yeah, he's they got were him. literally trying to kill him even this morning. Folks, there's demons right now that want to kill you. Want to destroy right. your marriage. Want to kill your kids. They want to turn mm-hmm. one of them into a cutter. They mm. want to put them on psychotropic drugs and take them out. What are you going to do mm. when the demons yes. come for you? And if you've got some deliverance tonight, don't be selfish. We've got to go out yeah. there and do likewise. And it's time to get in the battle and begin to help those mm. May, that may not be where we're at today. Before the enemy takes him out in the body bag,
0: God Let said, me give it to back to you. gifts." And and the gifts He wants used is to cast out the demons, heal the sick, and raise the dead. And they're the talents. And you start with what you got. And you say in your heart, "God, you give me some power. I'll use it." You know, it's a good thing to do.
1: We've got to. If we don't do hmm. it, folks, who's going to do it? Yeah, Jesus says, right. in my name, he sh- you shall cast out devils. He didn't say he was going to cast them out for us. No. He didn't say he was going to heal the he sick for us. And he didn't go
0: before Joshua, and then the place was empty, and they turned up in the chariot. Hey, Joshua, have your Mercedes chariot. did they? He said in his yeah, name, fight, we shall do it. You know. Peter, we got to fight. you got to fight. And then you got to learn to fight, and then God will give you the power to fight. Yes. Amen. Amen. Peter, awesome program today.
1: Uh, we've got no, about three minutes on the, the clock. I want you to um, give your contact information. Now, tell people how they can reach you for ministry, how they can support I- your work, and then I would like you to close it in prayer.
0: All right. Thank you. Always a pleasure and an honor. And um, uh, I thank everybody who's listening, all the people that are hungry for the things of the Spirit Things of God, the love of God. Be hungry for the love of God. hiskingdomstable.com. dot com. There's a free download on deliverance. Is at the table. There's many, many subjects on deliverance. But today, I just wanted to get the uh, get the focus on looking in the right direction. So um, I'm on uh, Skype, which is value v a l u seven 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 Skype, and I'm on uh, Facebook, Peter Wiffin at Facebook. W-H-I-F-F for Facebook, I-N. And um, uh, I would say start by loving your neighbors. You know, God is looking after me. I don't want anyone to give me any money. You Give it to you, someone and love someone with that and deliver them. Use, use your money to get books and tapes or whatever you need to get or whatever for teachings and all that sort of stuff. So um, we praise the Lord. We thank you, Father, for everything in your mighty name. We give honor and glory to you because without you, we can't do anything. And We know you love us. Amen.
1: Peter, let me pray for you, my brother. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this man of God. I thank you for all those that have tuned in. We just cover us all tonight in the blood of Jesus. Bless Brother Peter, Lord. Bless his ministry. Expand his tent pegs. I speak to your body. If there be any infirmity there, go in the name of Jesus. Be healed, my brother, in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless him, God, mightily. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Thank you. Peter,
1: for the archive, what shall we title your message today? Looking in the right direction. Looking in the right direction. Awesome. Can I have you back on again soon?
0: Anytime you want, I'll make some time. Let's do it. Let me know. I'll
1: be contacting you today.
0: God bless you, my friend. Love you. Okay. Cheers and blessing, everybody. Cheers.
1: Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name.